pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. If you want to buy a video in Adinois, you should first check whether you can use it in your own country. The system used in Japan is NTSC which is the same as in the US. However, many countries use PAL, such as Australia. Sorry, we're going to have to stop that here. You're listening to Resonance 104.4 FM. Uh, that was Learning Japanese with Simon Byron. Coming up now, One Life Left. Welcome to a very special One Life Left. A very mono One Life Left. <coughs> a very coffee One Life Left. That was a sting. Was it? Uh, that wasn't deliberately played after the theme. Uh, the reason that played automatically is because we're using iTunes to cue the music this week. And the reason we're doing that is because we're not broadcasting from Resonance. So if you're in Resonance now, we're not there. Uh, sorry about that. But that means you can't see us on the webcam either. The webcam we're not allowed to talk about. No. Uh, can we talk about it even though we're not in the studio right now? Well, we're, we're going to send Resonance a copy of this. So okay. this will go out. And um, I imagine the guy who watches over us on the studio webcam will immediately rush to his computer to see what's going on and see an empty studio and probably shake his fist at the screen. Do you think, does that webcam have sound as well? Let's hope so. Mm. Well, he'll just listen to us because we broadcast on 104.4 FM across London and then shortly after that across the whole of the internet. So why are we in mono, first of all? We're in mono uh, for the first time ever, I think, <laughs> which also, is quite exciting. And we're also in black and white. <laughs> I like the idea that technologically we're regressing week by week. Yeah, we'll and be, very we'll, soon we'll be chiseling this onto walls. And we'll just come around to your house and shout one life <laughs> left at you. Um yeah, we're in mono this week because we're having, we've had some technical problems this morning. We're recording from the bunker, the One Life Left bunker. Last did that on um, July the 7th. Yeah, we did. Um, when London wasn't under attack. It wasn't. And, uh, and yeah, we've, uh, we've got a special episode. Uh, I think that's special. A bit like special school. So um, we're not there now. We're, or we're not here now. Where, where, where are you, Steve? I'm in the bunker no, with you where, where are you on tuesday oh sorry I, i'm going to leon for the game developers conference so if you're listening to this live uh, across london uh we're not there steve's actually in france literally doing what can you imagine yourself doing now uh what will it where be it'll be onions? tuesday evening I, you know where i'll be on tuesday evening i think or where you are now i'll be at the game developers conference dinner Ooh. So I'll be enjoying some nice French food, maybe chatting with a couple of game developers about their games. Um, what table are you on? I don't know yet. I don't yeah. even know. To be honest, I don't even know whether I've got an invite. Okay, so you're going to crash the dinner. <laughs> if I've not got an Do invite, I'll just, get, I'll just get boozed up and yeah. turn up again. Don't you know who I am? I'm one life left sticker and yeah. Simon isn't with me. Don't worry. No, yeah. I haven't brought Anne. Well, fine. I'll She's go somewhere quiet, else. Actually, she has. Bunker, Hello, Anne. Hi. Our listeners probably worried that you weren't here. Yeah, I don't like to come down to the bunker. Why not? It's isolated. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone know you're here? <laughs> no one. Interesting. Yeah, and by the time you're listening to this, of course, it's too late. <laughs> 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 Would have fled the country uh, to 
wherever that is in Portugal. So uh, Anne's only had a few days to compile this week's news. Um, How do you think the actual uh, broadcast journalists usually work then, Anne? Like oh, daily ones? No, they they take a week to make a day's news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's just loads of them. Right. All working for a different day. How many of you are there? One of me. That's going to disappoint our yeah. listeners. Well, let's see how you've got on. It's 3.25 on Saturday the 1st of December. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Hollywood writers could turn to video games. This is as the Writers Guild of America strike enters its fourth week. The strike has put a stop to all work in film, television and radio, but the Guild is allowing members to work for games developers throughout the strike. Hopefully the writers of Ugly Betty will start working on the Grand Theft Auto new product and gay it up a bit. Sorry, I put in an extra the and didn't know what to do. You've also suddenly gone loud. Yeah. Do you think yeah. that's because as soon as, you know, when Anne's outside the news, she's a bit nervous, but when she gets inside the boundaries of her jingles, yeah, she's excitable. So um, we're permitting, uh, we're going to let them come and work for us. Uh, isn't that kind of, that's like breaking some sort of strike? No, 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 because they aren't allowed to work in film, television and radio. No, sorry, but they are allowed to work in games and they haven't previously wanted to work in games because it's not enough money and it's too much hard work um, but the guild are apparently saying oh go and work for video games but so I don't understand that so the, the guild is saying we're going to strike now to make a point but you lot can go and write games if you want and earn money and so it's, it's not really a strike everyone a knows strike working with games isn't real work it's just messing around yeah just playing games all day I think it's meant to be a strike against television and right. Those do we mediums. do we want these Hollywood writers though? Because any uh, game adaptations they've typically done have been terrible, haven't they? Do you yeah. remember Bob Hoskins in Super Mario Brothers? <laughs> is um is Hitman that one that's being advertised yeah, around? Is that based out, on Hitman? At the cinemas now, yeah, based on the is video that game. actually a proper film. Yep, it's a proper film. Apparently, it's terrible as well, but it's but it's written uh, or, it's, or it's been directed and made uh, with video gamers in mind. So. It's not one directed by Uwe Boll. No. Oh, okay. Um, it's, it's who does it star? Uh, someone I've never heard of. Anne. I don't know. Okay, just checking. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I, I I don't think that this is uh, a well, bad thing also, for video games. Surely, I mean, getting better writers involved is a good thing. But, but what what do they do once the strike's called off? Yeah. Well, they just suddenly drop what they were doing. No, because by that time they'll have discovered, you know, writing for video games is a hugely powerful and creative medium, and they'll push the uh, push the medium on. Maybe. But they won't get paid as much money. Oh, the poor little writers. Yeah. They might do. Well, they'll go back to where the big bucks are. Do, do we have any friends who write video games? Write for video games? Kieran Gillen mm. wrote, wrote a script. Maybe we should give him a call later on in the show. Maybe we should. Sony is to release a new battery pack for the PSP. It'll double the life of the new PSP models. It's due on the US market in December for $44.99, but there are no plans to release it in the UK yet. The new pack will be more bulky than the original, making the PSP slim and light, less slim and less light. Double the battery life, so you'll get two hours out of it now. Hey. Oh, thank you. you know what? When I was when I was plotting that joke while Anne was reading it out, I thought I thought I could see one here, and I thought I bet every other podcast did exactly that joke. But that shouldn't stop us because we're now working under the same conditions as every other podcast. We're in a room and we're just three people talking about video games. Yeah, but also we've gone early. What do you mean? Well, we're, we're not, we weren't supposed to make that joke till Tuesday. <laughs> we now pulled ourselves ahead so that yeah. we can make the obvious jokes first. <laughs> Beat that one up. Oh, um, I had something to say about one up. I can't remember what it was. I'll come back to it later let's, in the let's show. Let's call Kieran Gillen about it. Shall we? Yeah. Uh, I, I tell you what, I'll make a list of things we're going to ask Kieran Gillen later in the and show. you've gone off. Uh, where's, where's my notepad? Go on, you talk about amongst yourselves. I'm Kieran not sure. Kieran PSPs. Uh, yes, um, so what, what next then, once they want uh, us to play PSPs for longer than two hours? Um, uh, what are they going to do, ask us to pull around a petrol generator with us? <laughs> It just seems a bit silly. Oh, these new PSPs are so slim and small and light until you add the battery. Yeah. That's almost like real video game analysis for man. Yeah, very it's good. Really impressive. Thanks. Have you good. been talking to boys? No. God, it was Friday night last night. 
I went knitting last night with my mum. Did and you actually do that? Boys. Yeah, I genuinely did that. Um, did she enjoy her, her birthday song? She did. She sent a text in uh, that was meant to come in through the show last week, but she forgot to send it. And she said, Dear team at One Life Left, a new PC game has enlisted the voices of various celebrities to raise money for charity. The Tuttle's Madcap Misadventures Starlight Charity Challenge is available for download for $20, with $15 going to the Starlight Charity. Celebrities lending their voice to the comedy game include William Shatner and Jamie Lee Curtis. Since this is a charity for sick children, we aren't allowed to make any jokes. Uh, before we move on, can I just uh, say, dear Anne's mum, thanks also for your daughter. <laughs> Um, William Shatner. Yeah. You're Anne's mum's friend on Facebook <laughs> yeah, now, yeah, aren't you? We're, we're best mates. Anne, are you friends. your mum's friend on Facebook? No. Why, why is that? Because she shouldn't be on Facebook and I'm not going to encourage it. It's um, not for her. It's really not for her. Simon, can you tell the Charles Cecil Facebook story about his daughter? No. I, Do you uh, not know? No, I, I have heard it once, but I didn't her, file it as anecdotes to recall during emergency broadcasts. <laughs> All right, we won't then. Um, have you seen your mum's profile on Adult Friend Finder yet? <laughs> She's really getting into the internet, your mum. Simon, shut up. So, uh, so Charity what, games. Yeah, what motivated you to... Cover this story? Mm. Uh, had names of people that I knew in it. Right. Do so you know William Shatner and yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah. do you? Yeah. Liar. I do. Um, what's the game about? Tuttle's... I don't, it sounds like a rubbish game, and it's meant to be a com. It has a comedy script with forty levels. Right, right. So, I, but I think that, like, typically, anything that you do deliberately to raise money for charity is rubbish. So they are keeping in the spirit of things, like you know, sitting in a bath of baked beans, that sort of stuff. If it was just a decent game with money going to charity, they wouldn't need to shout about it, would they? No, and they wouldn't need to get William Shatner in. <laughs> So you decided to <laughs> you decided to write about a charity game in the news to increase its profile to raise you yeah, know more money for the charity and then you slagged it off yeah and discouraged people to buy it uh, no still buy it why why would they buy a rubbish game it's cheap the price of all consoles needs to drop in the next two years this is according to Activision CEO Robert Kotick he said that to reach the mass market Sony and Microsoft will have to reduce the price of the PS3 and Xbox 360 to £100 he believes that the Wii has set the standard he also predicts that the Wii will drop to £65 in 24 months in keeping with the trend One Life Left is thinking of dropping the price of the podcast from free to paying you to download it (laughs) that's a good joke well then uh, we wouldn't have to fork out much, judging by the current <laughs> list of figures, would we? No. <laughs> if I had to give a pound for every person who downloaded it. Three quid. Yeah, three quid. <laughs> um, do you know what? I think that's a bit rich coming from Bobby Kotick. <laughs> no, I do. Um, so he's saying we need to bring the cost of uh, consoles down. Yeah. And yet Activision charges quite a lot for the individual song packs on Guitar Hero. Mm. How much? It's about, is it about five, uh, something like that. Okay. Five, well, 500. Do you know the pricing for SingStar yet? I do for know the, the pricing for SingStar. I was, I was playing that the other week, actually. Really? Yeah. It was a bit annoying because the Sing store wasn't open, but I do know that had it been open, I would have spent a fortune um, <laughs> on lots of songs because they're going to be quite reason, reasonably How priced. much? Uh, I'm not sure I can say. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> so you know, but you're I do know, yeah. Okay. Well, um, that's good news. Good. I'm glad you know. I believe it's going to be in the same region as some of the daily specials that you get from McDonald's. <laughs> okay? You heard it here first. Yeah. Um, so, sorry, to go back to the news story, um, Activision want the price of consoles to be lower. Yeah, um, and then charge 60 quid for... Well, he has said, um, quid if, you, if more people have um, Guitar Hero is going to be more expensive than the console that comes <laughs> on, if it carries on. Um, no, he said if, uh, if more people have consoles, it'll widen the scope for the games industry to make more money. Right. Well, obviously, because more people are going to buy games. Like, it just seemed like a bit of a silly thing to be saying. You should lower your prices so we can all make more money. And finally, Rock Band is going to get someone evicted. A man posing as Luminary Pants posted his 10-day compliance notice on the Rock Band forum. Apparently, he got dobbed in by his upstairs neighbour for playing the game after 10pm. Some people on the forum suggested playing really loudly for the next 10 days. One Life Less suggests headphones and not getting evicted. So, yeah. So, yeah, Rock Band. 
I, I haven't played it yet. It makes noise, therefore he's getting evicted. Yeah. Well, so, right. Sounds like he's a bit of a bad neighbour and probably deserves to get evicted to me. That's what I thought. Okay. What other games could he... Like, so he's not been playing any other games loudly? No, I think just that one. Right. And and what... And his neighbours prefer the soundtrack to Guitar Hero 3, do they, or something like that? Yeah, I think... Because you don't get Nights of Sidonia <laughs> on a rock band, do you? I was, I, do you know what? Yesterday I was playing... Um, uh, Guitar Hero 3 with uh, my niece Talia uh, and it just struck me because uh, the original game you couldn't have different difficulty levels um, so you had to kind of play down if, if so if you were playing with a six and a half year old uh, you had to play it and it was boring the second game uh, allowed you to have different difficulty levels but this one seems to really have nailed it because I was playing uh, Night Side Only on hard uh, Talia was playing uh, on easy and she beat me Oh. I got beaten by my oh. favourite song by Six and a Half. It was brilliant, really was. And towards the end of it, like, because she, she, I don't think she fully understands star power and kind of how it works and stuff. And you know, and obviously, I'm working out the best place to activate it and stuff. And so I activate. She saw, she saw me shake the guitar, did the same thing, and it was going. Flames are coming out, and it's all gone blue. And I'm like bugger because if i hadn't hadn't activated it she wouldn't have done it and she was pulling away i got really really competitive and she beat me in the end and so from that point on she said uh, right i'm picking the songs now uh, because it was winner picks the next songs uh and then she went straight to one by metallica it was just (laughs) weird and she was she she clearly been playing it on her own and hearing a six and a half year old sing and i thought this is brilliant you know like her her musical ears have been opened and uh yeah no so um, that was good Excellent. Um, so, I don't know. I really want to conclude with something smart and witty about this story, but... Uh, I know. You should probably evict Talia for playing too loudly. Playing too well. Too well. Thanks, Thanks Anne. Anne. becoming a bit concerned about growing awareness of flashcards for the DS. It's becoming something I'm asked for quite frequently. Now it's all very well and good responsible people like me and my friends having them, but the idea of terrorist paedophile people trafficking types selling them along with the entire catalogue of games on the DVD or two at car boot sales could be a potential problem. Personally, I find it a handy way to store my game collection without carrying around multiple carts and an excellent way of playing imports and previewing games. If I like what I try, I buy it, such as the excellent Touch Darts and Nano 1701 AD. But I know most people that are getting these cards are certainly not going to do that. I'm hoping the knowledge of these cards doesn't spread too far, as it might completely kill the DS. After all, it's far less fiddly process than downgrading a PSP and then keeping up with firmware updates. Some people might argue that allowing more demo storage in a redesigned DS could help, but they're wrong. Who cares if you've got to pay to download a game onto the machine when you can download it for free elsewhere? I'd not like to see an end to these cards as they do enable lots of excellent things such as homebrew development. So you have things like personal organizer software for the DS, as well as homebrew versions of games. It's not an easy situation to resolve, and I'm just hoping the DS can survive what is a growing problem. I'm Derek Williams, and this is my free market economy dependable service. This week, I've been playing, uh, and this isn't a review. I'm going to I'm going to do a live demonstration of uh, of a video game. Uh, I've been playing Master of Illusion on the Nintendo DS. Do you know what that is? Um, you were talking about it earlier. It's just tricks. Well, it's 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 magic training, basically. <laughs> So um, it's, 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 it's got a few kind of simple card games and stuff like that to, to help you think like a magician. It's got something where you have to do your own internal clock. It comes with its own special cards. Now, Anne, if you, if you look at those, they look perfectly normal, don't they? 
Yeah, perfectly normal. Yeah, they've got a little secret on them as well. Uh, so, um, and, it, and it interacts with the cards and the cartridge and stuff like that. But it's got some stuff that you can do just on the cartridge. And I'm going to try a trick on you now. Oh, okay. gosh. So, um, Don't make me disappear. Oh, how could I? So um, we're going to try what's called a shuffle game. Okay. And if okay. You, I'm going to hand you the DS. Okay. Si- now, Simon's you, handing the DS to No, him. I've got nothing up my sleeves. You don't have any sleeves. That's how confident <laughs> I am. Uh, shall I take my top off to prove that I'm... Yeah. Okay, hang on. And uh, if you take the stylus... Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, can I just hold everything now? <laughs> <We've>... <laughs> can you... Simon just... Start to take his top off. Right, so, um, Anne, so yeah. w- just if you can explain what you've got on the screen. Uh, I've got the, on the top screen it says Shuffle Games, yeah. and then on the bottom one it says Birth Month, then it says Future Vacations, then it says Recreation. Okay, so uh, we pick one of the bottom two, okay? So it's, it's whether you want to t- talk about... Future Vacations. Okay, so, so where you want to go on holiday. Now, yeah. what it will do, it will give you a list of uh, places that you can go, and you can pick any of them. So, so scroll down, uh, pick somewhere that you would want to go. Okay. Oh, I don't want to go there. Oh, yeah. I want to go there. Yeah, so pick that. Okay. And I'll ask you if you're sure. Yep. Cool. And now it's going to generate a list. Yeah. Um, and there's a shuffle button, bottom right. Now, if you sh- if you hit that, it will just uh, randomise the order. Shuffle. Yeah. Okay, and do that as many times as you want until you're happy with that order. Shuffle. Yeah? Yeah, no, I'm happy with that order. order. Yeah. Right, cool. So it's given um, a lot of destinations, including the one you've picked. Yeah. And you're happy with everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so can you begin? I'm going to read your mind. You have to look at me uh, and look at that. (laughs) Uh, And if you can read the list out, I will read your mind. Okay. uh, Poland, Jamaica, Canada, Russia, Belgium, Denmark, Switzerland, Iceland, Panama, Sweden. Stop. What? Did you want to go to Iceland? Yeah, how did you do that? That's the best trick uh, so far. Um, so what it happens is you have to kind of do card games and uh, perform those, and then you get points for doing them, and then it unlocks subsequent tricks and stuff. Some of them are terrible. Some of them are quite good fun. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'd thoroughly recommend this. Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> did he write, did he? Yeah, I think it's working. Uh, okay, well, the thing is, we haven't had many letters this week. That's because we're not there. Because we haven't had them. we haven't had a full. Oh, I wonder if we've got any actual post. Uh, what? Whether I've got any? Uh, I've got any. <laughs> so I might we... have some people though that I, I'm there, so they might write to me. Um, we had uh, we had one from David Henderson, which says, "Hello, gang. Listen, this music sounds weird as well in mono. It does, doesn't it? It's fine now. Hello, gang. I think odds on should try going to the A button." Uh, forum. Cool. I'm sure they have plenty of tips. So I've sent that to Odds on. Uh, right. see the, he... the A button sounds a bit rude. I don't think it is. We had an Anart entry, but that's not for this that's point. In fact, we now. had two Anart entries. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. Which means that we didn't have any entries to our biblical letters theme. Uh, we're still looking for contributions. Why? Contributions to the One Life Left Bible. <laughs> that implies that you've got some, some thoughts on this, Anne. Well... No one wants to enrage the Christians, or indeed any other faith.
those Trump. Read them out, read them out in any order. Egypt, any order. Turkey, Italy, Maldives, Antarctica, USA, Monaco, Iceland, Morocco, Finland. Have you got that, Steve? So the sound's down now, so I can't hear any taps. I don't know how many times you shuffled it. Yeah. Uh, it's easy, of course. USA, USA, you USA. Know? No, I don't like it. It's a good one. That is a good one, isn't it? I don't like it because I think you're going to start using yep. um, your tricks for evil. Yep. So we have something to talk about now, don't we? Uh, which which we always do around about the letter section. Uh, we've got to talk about Facebook. It's all right. We're not going to go on about it uh, because we know that some people think we're pushing it a little bit too hard. But we have uh, put out our party invites. We have, haven't we? And that's it's going very well. I've uh, accepted. I've accepted. I'm I've attending. Accepted. You know what was great for the <laughs> for for a couple of hours after we sent out the invite, there was just us three who'd accepted yeah, and one really other guy. <laughs> that was going to be an awkward hour, wasn't it? <laughs> But now, uh, now, uh, well, I'm just, I'm just going to log in now, and we'll. Twenty-four when I looked earlier. Really? Really? Yeah. So what time was that? Uh, that was about twelve o'clock. Okay. Twelve o'clock. It's four o'clock on uh, Saturday now. So if we, if we go into the one last left group, I'll be able to tell you how many members we've got, and also read out some of the excuses. That ah, yeah, they some of them be are good very good for not turning up. Okay, so it's the one life left tricolors.com Christmas party on Saturday, December the fifteenth, two thousand and seven. Starting at 1pm, uh, going on till late. Show recording, which we're doing live from the party, is at 5pm. In stereo, in colour, s- and, well, and smell-o-vision, hopefully. And with Simon Stop-Off. <laughs> it's time, definitely. With Simon Stop-Off. And there are 24 confirmed guests. Cool. Who, so, so let's get uh, the, the roll call of honour. Who are they? Oh, so if these people don't turn up, they're in trouble. Actually, yeah, just, so just read out um, who the pretty girls are that are coming. Okay, we've got. Well, that'll just be me then. You know what's interesting? Mira from the Dulox has confirmed her attendance. Excellent. Who is she? The Dulox. We've talked about having them as our in-house band before. Oh, Maybe we'll get them to do a set. We'll ask. Good. Uh, can only, they can only say no. <laughs> Vehemently. <laughs> <That's laughs> uh, Unsubscribe. Uh, we've got a girl called Rebecca. She's coming. Ella's coming. Jenny Kong is coming. Excellent. That's exciting. Laura West is coming. Uh, Anne Scantlebury, she's coming. I heard she's hot. Yeah. <laughs> Fiona McCarthy. Oh, excellent. One of the McCarthy. One of the McCarthy's is gals. Uh, who else? Um, and that's it for girls so far. So far. But you've invited all your friends, haven't you? Yeah, I've invited all of my how hot many friends. How many friends do you have? About uh, six. Okay, so uh, obviously not everyone can attend. Uh, unfortunately, some people are doing other things that they consider more important that mm. day. So I'll just read out some of the excuses we've had so far. Uh, Colin Epstein says he wishes he could come, but it's a long haul from California. Have a great time. Not that long. Well, we've been to California, haven't we, before? Yes, we have. So, you know, we've made that trip. We know how easy it is. Thanks a lot, Colin. Yeah. Andrew Revel, he says he's not got any... No, no. Do you know what we should do? What? Kick those out of the One Life Left group now. <laughs> can we get him out of the group? We can. We're not going to do that. Really? Jeff Richards says, Sorry, chaps and chapettes. I'll be down under that week soaking up the sun. <laughs> <laughs> and you're so childish. Uh, Tim Carlson from Minneapolis says, If I lived in the UK, I promise I would have gone. Or you could give me $300 to fly to the UK and I'll go. Let's do it. Only kidding, he said. Oh. No. That's quite cheap to fly to the it UK. Is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. isn't it? And yeah, we've had uh, we've had another forty one people uh, making excuses on our wall. Actually, some of them some of them were us replying to them. Oh, okay. Ellie Gibson mm-hmm. uh, says obviously she's an extremely big deal, so she's busy in the evening. But she'll try and pop along in the afternoon. Who are you, by the way? No, I saw that. Who invited Ellie? I don't know. It wasn't me. Well, it wasn't me. Was it Dave? It must have been David. <laughs> David's got friends he doesn't know. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Uh, Talking of which. We haven't quite worked out <laughs> quite worked out the levels on this thing. Whoa! <laughs> I like the idea though of um, that suddenly uh, being broadcast really loud into people's ears and listening to other podcasts, and you shouting Jesus and then going Jesus as well. Like, <laughs> just it, like you'll be able to tell fellow One Life Left listeners on the tube because all of a sudden they'll just go Jesus, and it won't be like that bloke who stands out in Piccadilly Circus. This week I will be providing more valuable tips to video game reviewers. 
If you've been following the rest of my masterclasses, you will no doubt have come to the attention of PR people. These are the people whose job it is to make you give their games a good review score. At this time of the year, it's their job to invite you to Christmas parties. At these parties, they will give you alcoholic drinks for free. However, it's imperative that you don't let this lull you into a full sense of security. So here are some tips on coping with free booze. Don't get so drunk that you lose your shoes. Don't get so drunk that you end up on the hotel roof, having tried to recreate Metal Gear Solid in the basement kitchen. Don't order the one-up from House Wine. Don't make people jump across a river. If someone makes you, don't jump across a river. You might break your leg in two places. If the PR people in question have provided you with a hotel room, don't get into bed in the wrong one. And above all, don't let the PR people take advantage of your inebriation by entering into any sort of agreement to give their games any more than 7 out of 10. Quite a few of those tales involved me. Yeah, I, I think he was trying to be uh, be a bit clever there. Which ones were you, Simon? Um, I broke a man's leg uh, in two places <laughs> by encouraging him to jump the River Bourne. Uh, me and David played real-life Metal Gear Solid in a hotel kitchen, which was brilliant, and then we ended up on the roof. Uh, and... Um, the one involving him you losing his shoes uh, I was there that night as yeah. were you as were Steve um, what were the others uh, there was one about but don't the, get into bed yeah now that wasn't me no really? I know who that was <laughs> do it, you no it wasn't that RM <laughs> or was that a different incident no he, like he didn't get into whispers. the wrong bed did he he, I know, just, it was he a, brought someone else back into the room to it, do whilst David was in there was it SP didn't he get into someone's bed? No, was it... Oh, was it... Shh. Was it who? Go on. Was it that, that, that one, that terrible one? The one we really don't like at the moment? Was it that one? Oh, OK, what, the one who receives TVs for scores that are seven, uh, yeah. higher than 7 out of 10? Was it him? Did he get into the wrong bed? I don't know. I feel like he came back to someone's room and said, just let me stay there. Oh, I don't know. This isn't very interesting. Sorry, you're what listening about, to One Life Left on Resonance when... 104.4 FM, except for this one is recorded live from the bunker. Yeah. Uh, what about when JB tried to get off with my sister? That was shocking. <laughs> what, about when, what about when MP tried to get off with Anne? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, so, One Life Left for all your video game gossip. That's right. Uh, based on initials. We can't be sued for initials, can we? No, I don't think so. I yes. assume. So I assume not. So, talking of uh, PRs mm. getting uh, getting their way when it comes to reviewers, there's been an incident this week, hasn't there? There has been. Now, do we know? Do we know this for a fact, or is it still speculation? It was on the internet. Oh, so it's fact. No, so it's speculation. If it's on the internet, it's not fact. It's not true. Nothing on the internet is true. You know all that stuff about people fancying Anne because she's pretty, pretty in quotes. Yeah. Not true. Really? Are you pretty, Anne? I'm very pretty. But she's not very pretty. I mean, she's all right. This is being broadcast on the internet. Mm, ah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so apparently uh, one of the guys who worked for GameSpot US uh, got dismissed for giving um, Kane and Lynch 6 out of 10. Was it dismissed like in that MTV show, Dismissed? <laughs> You've seen that, haven't you, Anne? No. <laughs> You've not seen Dismissed? No, what You don't like it? MTV and you don't no, like video games. No, what do you like? Scarves. That's it. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, now, apparently, uh, IDOS had done um, a big advertising deal with GameSpot. Um, the, the website was skinned, the technical term is, I believe, so the whole thing was taken over by Kane and Lynch. Just like everything else seems to be at the moment, there's a big TV campaign and, uh, and stuff, so they're spending a lot of money on it. Suspicious. Um, and uh, yeah, apparently he was um, he was given his marching orders. Yeah. Now I saw the uh, video review that apparently he was fired over, and uh, it was just quite he banal. Was fired over a video review. He was fired. Apparently he right. was fired over. Now it was just quite banal. So if that's true that he w- that that he was sacked over it, then it's a bit harsh because all he was doing is saying this game isn't very good in a quite a. He just seemed quite bored, not as in the game was boring, but the whole review, he was just quite, yeah, it's not very good, I don't like it because they swear, and I don't like it because the game isn't very good and there's some nice ideas, but really the game isn't very good. Um, Now, 
GameSpot have claimed that right. it's uh, his. He, he, it was for. Um, I think games. Actually, I better not say that because I don't know whether GameSpot have claimed it, but it it has been claimed that he was let go for uh, a general attitude problem, not this specific well, instance. Surely it was refusing to mark out nineteen, wasn't it? <laughs> That's true, because of course J- uh, GameSpot introduced this new review score system uh, out of twenty, but you can't uh, actually game, nineteen. Yeah, yeah, you can't give you can't games less than one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's all a bit of a weird situation. But Ma- didn't somebody else walk out as well? Some, someone else has walked out. I think um, their ex-video director or something. I don't read internet game sites like this or One Up or any of them, so I can't really tell you how important this is. A GameSpot a big deal? Well, they they beat us in the podcast thing, didn't they? Yeah, the UK yeah. one. That's why I, I didn't mind when I read this story. I thought I've heard of them. I don't mind about this story. I wonder why that is. Now but, I know. And. Yeah. First they came for the GameSpot reviewers, and you did not speak out, for you were not a GameSpot reviewer. Do you see what I'm saying? I don't. Nazi Germany, Anne. Nazi Germany. What does that make me? Mm. So yeah, um, I think the biggest surprise about it is that the internet is kicking up such a fuss about it, because everyone on the internet, if a review comes out, there are two responses to it. This reviewer has been paid off... Uh, because the score is too high, or this he reviewer doesn't know what he's talking about because the score is too low. Yeah. Um, and so, if they're always saying that, then surely when it's actually when there is, you know, apparently some substance behind it, allegedly some substance behind it, how come everyone's so surprised? But I guess it's because it's the first, despite the fact it's not concrete proof, it's the first concrete proof of um, commercial influences uh, affecting editorial direction and decision and stuff. And so despite the fact that everybody has suspected it for quite some time, that it does go on, uh, re- it can either be as subversive as David was uh, referencing or as over as, you know, game sites not reviewing certain games or giving them artificially high scores. Like People have suspected that it does go on in the less... Um, on those sites with kind of less integrity, but um, this has given them something like to, to be properly outraged at, and apparently the IDOS forums went down, GameSpot forums have gone down, uh, people have been up in arms in it, and and yeah, you know, like, it, it just kind of strikes me, uh, just, just coming here today on the Tube, you look at posters and you've got films where Jonathan Ross has said that certain film is not just the best what, 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 what was it? No, Spider-Man 3. Not just the best Spider-Man movie, but the best superhero movie ever. And like previously, Jonathan Ross has said, um, and it's been on quotes, that, that he said that Batman Forever was uh, better than Citizen Kane. <laughs> so like he's, he's running out of things. But all of these quotes, like all the, just all means nothing anymore. You know, I think that there are different ways in which you can make your mind up about whether you think something's particularly good but you shouldn't be surprised that certain individuals i think are um i don't know kind of bound to commercial pressures yeah i mean organizations I, I don't believe anything that i read anymore no quite i mean as someone who used to review games i'm i think i've got a a pretty good handle on how it all works and i guess that drives my cynicism in in some ways and the way reason i don't read these big big sites or magazines anymore is because i know that for a start, the idea of reviews uh, is a little silly anyway. The idea of definitive reviews is absolutely crazy because reviews are essentially subjective. They're subjective by their nature. But on top of that, you've got this layer of corporate pressure pushing down on the review that makes even the subjective opinion um, completely pointless. You can never tell as the reader, as the consumer of these pieces of editorial, what pressures have been placed on it there's no way you can second guess what the reviewer is thinking or what the people above the reviewer have told them to think and so it just makes it all a little bit of a ridiculous exercise so what what uh, what commercial pressures did you bow to during your time then me nothing i'm as pure as the driven snow i don't know i never liked i never personally um i there was a lot of pressure while i was i was being paid to review games to not give games from big publishers a low score and when we did do that and we did because you know we were sort of uh, renegades we would get um uh, you know spoken to about it but i think it helped because at the magazine that i was working for we didn't generally review games that got low scores and we were known as a magazine that marked harshly anyway so a six would be a score that some publishers were happy with in our magazine 
Um, yeah. Well, I th- I've always felt uh, from from the other side of the fence that um, you really uh, what you have to what you have to do is allow somebody to make their own considered professional judgment, personal judgment, like because you can't argue with taste. So uh, I was going to say you probably like Pulp Fiction, but I'm sure that you don't. Um, but you know like loads of people like Pulp Fiction I think it's a terrible terrible movie who's right I am obviously but you know you you just can't argue it so so when you're on the PR side of the fence I think you have to let people make uh, their own judgement as long as they're factually correct it really shouldn't matter what you know what their personal preferences are and so if if he was to give it 6 out of 10 you really shouldn't get him fired the only reason uh, you could possibly look to get him in trouble is if you found out that he hadn't played the game properly, exactly. uh, which is quite difficult to tell in most Unless you're working on online games. In which case you can monitor that. In which case you can, yeah. And uh, one game I was working on before people realised that you could monitor how long they were playing it for, uh, he was reviewing it for um, the biggest selling PC games magazine Not in the UK. Not that guy, a different reviewer, it's worth pointing out. Oh, sorry, yeah. yeah. Uh, was re- reviewing a game and uh, he did it over to a double-page spread and... The game had been two years in development and he had spent a total of 15 minutes looking at it. And that included taking his screenshots. So you think of all the hundreds of thousands of pounds uh, that were just uh, dismissed in 15 short minutes. 15 minutes. Anne? Why aren't we getting bribed? my name is Talia. Today I'm reviewing Nintendo games because they are for kids. So what game are we looking at today, Talia? Um, a horse riding game when you're supposed to um, ride horses and, well, lots of basics. Basics? What do you mean by basics? I have no idea what it means. <laughs> so so what, do you, what do you do in the game? How do you play it? Well... You go on to stuff and then you there's like a big box and there was lines and you put the you drag words into the thing like for example into the boxes for example jumping you drag that into the box and then when you're filled up all the boxes you press on the green arrow going that way and then and then you basically do do you pre- you just put your pen away and then jump. Okay, that that sounds a bit complicated, is it? Um, not really. You just need to read, or maybe an adult can read it for you. <laughs> okay, and is it just horses in this game? Yes, but there is humans riding it. Humans riding the horses. Yeah. Have you ever seen such a thing in real life? Of course, I rode a horse. So called a rose. All those sad little days. <laughs> what, so what are the what are the graphics like? Good. Good. And what's uh, what's the sound like? Does it sound like a horse? Yeah, it does sound like a proper horse, but it's quite. You know, you need to be quite patient. Okay, so th- this is the most realistic horse sounds you've heard in a video game to date, is it? Yes. What score are you going to give the game, Talia? 10 out of 10. What score are you going to give the game, Talia? 10 out of 10. What score do we give our games, Talia? 10 out of 10 and 7 out of 10. So there's someone who hasn't been uh, bought. So as far as we know. You can't <laughs> tell. That's the problem. Tells it how it is. Uh, she does, and beats you at video games yeah, as well, which yeah. is which is excellent. Thank you, Talia. And also makes Anne want a baby. Oh, yeah, can I say thanks to the guy that sent in a picture of his um, really cute baby and said that I could have it? Yeah. I'll pick I- it up next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to, if, we forgot to mention in the letters section, if you want to send us a letter on any subject at all, but preferably contributions for the One Life Left Bible, still looking for the thou shalt not type things, uh, email... Team at onelifeleft.com. You weren't really paying attention. I wasn't there, a little you? bit. I wasn't. Making cats cradle with her uh, headphone leads. Yeah. So uh, we have uh, an awful lot of things uh, that have been building up this show uh, that we are trying to answer, questions we're trying to answer. Uh, we do not have the combined brain power to do that sort of thing no. together, do we? I mean, we would do if Anne was away, but really she's. She's playing Cat's Cradle with her headphone. Wow, She's so. just made a pair of balls. <laughs> was that balls? No, I thought it was a pretzel. Oh, oh that's good. That's interesting. 
Um, now, for weeks we've been talking about doing phone chats. Yep. Maybe even something more serious, more flirtatious. But we haven't been able to do it because Resonance haven't got their telco system installed yet. But we're not at Resonance today. We're elsewhere. We're in, in the past. In the, in the bunker. Yep. Uh, we're in the bunker how many days ago? Uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Three or four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that means, in theory... We might be able to call someone, and we're going to try that now. Um, we're going to try and call our friend, and yours, Kieran Gillen. Now, if you can hear something in the background... That's, that's Skype. Skype. Hello? It says it's connecting. Kieran. Oh, it's oh, ringing. It's ringing. It's ringing. It's ringing. Oh, that sounds good. Kieran, can you hear us? I can hear you. <sighs> it's Kieran Gillen. It's Kieran Gillen, ladies and gentlemen. Um, thank you so much for talking to us, Kieran. What are you I'm doing? Sorry, my, ha- sorry, my housemate's just trying to distract me by shouting at me immaturely. Which housemate is it? Jim Walsingham. Uh, can you ask Jim if he's ever going to get around to contributing something to One Life Left? Jim, question from uh, One Life Left. <laughs> are you going to ever get around to contributing something to them? Yes, he answered. What good. are you both wearing? <laughs> what are you both wearing? Not very much. And what other game journalists have you got down there? It's kind of like private weekend thing we do. We don't want to know the details. Fair enough. Um, Kieran, we we wanted to ask you a few questions about what's been going on in video game journalism this week. Right. Okay, so how do you feel about the whole GameSpot gate? Um, it's a bit sad, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the sort of thing you can talk forever about. It's obviously incredibly, outrageously horrific. You know, you've got to, and you've got to feel sorry for everyone at GameSpot. There's all these possible things are out there, and we're not actually completely sure about actually what went down. If what went down is how it looks like it went down, um, somebody should be stacked and probably like this. It's just not the GameSpot editor. Kieran, you say it's horrific, but doesn't this sort of stuff happen all the time? Not on my watch. <laughs> what are you watching? At the moment, Armageddon Empires, a PC game. But you probably don't want to know about that. As far as I can work out what's happened, obviously... I just went particularly annoyed over this review or whatever. They went to somebody upstairs who did lots of shouting. And instead of going, well, this is going to happen every month, as always, just because, you know, publishers tend to phone up and shout a lot, uh, someone upstairs caved and sacked them. Which is, of course, you know, incredibly wimpy and the worst possible thing to do, because all you end up doing is essentially this. Does so that make any sense? It makes perfect sense to me. Simon looks so, a bit concerned. Well, no, I mean, I, I, I just... I, Surely there are employment laws and all of that sort of thing. I don't understand how you could, you know, what, uh, under what grounds could he possibly have got sacked for? Could he sacked for telling the truth? Okay, I'm not an expert in American legal law, but basically, if you're in California, you can be sacked for anything you like. <laughs> Why do people work in California? Hollywood, pop women. Um, yeah, I guess. They pay about four times as much as we do. Okay, well, I think you've covered that question, Kieran. Um, I've got a question that I brought up earlier in the show. I've got a vague feeling I don't like One Up. Or there's something I want to talk about. Why? Why might that be? One up. One up. Uh, the the the. Um, the website. Yeah, not not Raina Lee's amazing uh, fanzine, but the the website. I don't know. I mean, I might love them. I I often get love and hate confused. I don't even want to talk about that time when you once got love and hate confused around me. I don't like the design. Would that the would that be it? Design. It could be the design. I don't know. I, I just don't know anything about them. But maybe I had a bad dream about them once. Have you ever listened to their podcast, Kieran? Oh, there's only one podcast I listen to. Really? Which one's that? Is that GameSpot? <laughs> <laughs> the award-winning GameSpot. <laughs> oh, yeah, PC Gamer, of course. And do you have any questions you'd like to ask Kieran? Um, how, how is it to be Kieran Gillen? I don't think anyone truly understands the wonder that it is to wake up and be me. Kieran, you, you have a website, don't you? Well, um, I sort of like co-edit this website called rockpapershotgun.com. I repeat, rockpapershotgun.com with Rosignol and Walker and Alec Mir, we write about PC games and make jokes occasionally. Alec Mir doesn't like one of the One Life Left team. He likes Simon. <laughs> and he likes that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Rock, Paper, Shotgun, Kieran, um, are you making any money out of it yet, or is it just for fun? You know, making money can be fun. Uh, we got an advert for some rugs going up today, which is going to be very funny. Excellent. It's awesome. They've got these game rugs, and they're basically... Uh, it's like video game jokes, but on a rug. Right. And you can buy a rug for your house. In fact, the, the one we I really like is actually sold out. Cause it's kind of basically, um, it's kind of like the enter key on a doormat. Right. 
Did you guarantee them this, this sort of extra coverage as part of your advertising deal? Absolutely not. Maybe and it, we should do them in future. Yeah. And are you only saying this now because if you didn't, you're going to get sacked? Uh, I don't think Jim could sack me. Kieran, can you uh, tell us some gossip you know about uh, people in the video game journalism issue, but only use the pe- uh, industry, sorry, but only use their initials? So, for example, I heard KG, you know, is really nice. Yeah. Or That's that, or that um, JB is a C. Can you say- J- Go on. Hasn't done the washing up yet. JR hasn't done the washing there up. There you go. That's as controversial as it gets around Kieran Gillen's house on a Saturday. Thanks very park. much, Kieran, Thanks, for your, Kieran. your contributions. Love you. Bye. 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 <laughs> so that was our very first, uh, very first phone call. How did that go? Yeah. I think it went really well. Really well. Uh, are you pleased? Kieran's still on the line. He's still listening. <laughs> <laughs> He's listening to the show live now. <laughs> In the past. Kieran, Kieran, will you stay with us for the rest of the show? Do you really feel it's a good idea? <laughs> no. That was, that was me hanging up, Very in case good, you don't yeah. know the Skype. The Skype it's, it's not quite as dramatic as hanging up on the real phone, is it? <laughs> <laughs> you get a um, we've just had a letter, okay. uh, which I can read out live. That Tim Miller thinks he knows everything. This is from John. Well, he doesn't. Here's a fact Tim Miller doesn't know, in haiku format, no less. My downstairs neighbours... Wish I hadn't bought rock band. The drums are noisy. There. That ought to take the supercilious know-it-all down a peg or two. Cheers. John Mann. Um, we That's actually knew that. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it weird that that ties in? That's a... Yeah. Maybe he's listening to he's us. Listening he's listening outside. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's one of us. He's got Ooh, a bunker next door yeah. to us. I don't know how it's done. What game is this from? Uh, Master of Illusions. Okay, well, uh, I guess that means it's time for our reviews section. So, um, this week I've been playing Assassin's Creed. No. Finally. Really? I said finally. And what do you think of Jade Raymond? Oh, she's disgusting. Uh, um, and so, yeah, finally, uh, I've said that after their promises, Ubisoft didn't send it to me, so I went and bought it. It was sold out. Really? I had to go to Blockbuster and buy a video game. What percentage of that do you think went to Jade? Well, I don't know, but um, actually, you know, I think her, her being the figurehead for the game um, was entirely out. Really? Yeah, because, I mean, we all know what it's about. We all know the slight twist in it as well and all the rest of it. And we all know... Anne literally does. Well, she doesn't I honestly know. don't have any but, idea. But we all know kind of what we want to get on and do and actually be an, an assassin and kind of walk through crowds and stalk and run over buildings and jump off and all this sort of stuff. And in that sense, the opening to... I've only played a couple of hours so far. In that sense, the game is very similar to Jade Raymond flashing her knickers at you and going, ooh, you want, you want some, don't you? And they say, you can't have it. You can't have it yet. Because like, it actually doesn't let you do anything. It, or it gives you snippets each goes, check this out like that <laughs> and then you have to go back and do some ridiculous things and it's punctuated by these meaningless um, kind of uh, I don't want to talk too much about it without giving too much away but these kind of meaningless segments where, which are supposed to advance the story or fill you in and, and you're like but I just want to play the game you've been telling me you've been making not not this clever clever I mean it's really nice the presentation is great and the intro is great and um, the, the bits I have played have been you know suffer from modern game video sorry modern video game malaise where you're it has to teach you how to walk and run and, you know, and all these kind of extended tutorials disguised as simple missions but it's got so much promise but it's just not letting me do it yet so um, I hope Jade you let me do it in time for next week um, but yeah overall very pretty looks like it's Looks like it can be good. Uh, Excellent. Um, I've been playing mostly uh, my own games that I'm developing. You're such a snob, aren't you? Well, you know. 
Right, and what are they? I can't talk about them. Are they any good? They're going to GDC, yes. Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. You're good. <laughs> You'll have to fire yourself um, that score, right? You fire yourself off. Our Metacritic ranking is seven out of ten <laughs> across the across the board. Uh, no, that's been that's been fun and interesting. Um, so when are we going to see more on these games? Uh, well, no idea. Are you talking about now some sort of commercial deal you've done with yourself as well? No, uh, they're, they're, they're literally four weeks old. Tiny little newborn games. Mm. And that very, very soon. See, yeah. what you have to do is talk about something being young and Anne's into it. So four weeks old, what? Their shit's still green, is it? They're still not sleeping <laughs> through the night. Still puking. Yeah, and yeah, they're yeah, not they're, as nice as you imagined they would be when you decided to do it. <laughs> Yeah, no, they're pretty good. Um, actually, I'll tell you something interesting, which uh, it's not really reviewed, but we'll first, talk about it one now. Oh, left. shut up. Uh, the, we added uh, sound to one of them on Friday. It made a huge difference. Right. Yeah, it made it, it made it a lot more fun, which is quite interesting, it's I takes, think. Taking how long, like, you used to appraise video games professionally, did you? You've yeah. only just come to appreciate no, no, no. the value of Sonics. It's not that. It's, it's just actually seeing, uh, seeing the value of a good set of sounds. Um, also, it does help when you're making a rhythm action game of course <laughs> yeah true and what have you been playing this week um i've been playing not playing games it's been going really well really seven out of ten what, what, what's been your favorite bit of not playing games um playing with um headphone leads instead really yeah uh challenge in that uh, not a lot. Not a lot. Just have a bit I, of fun. I, but, you know, it was only a few weeks ago you were really getting into Forza. Yeah, but then it was just going round and round and I got bored. I want to play... I'll tell you what I do want to play. Okay, I'll see if I can make it happen. I like level games, I've decided. Right. Only Mario, though. You only like Mario level games. Yeah. So that's why you bought an Xbox 360 Elite, <laughs> is it? You <laughs> 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 so, Yeah. <laughs> So, what sort of what do you like about Mario level games? Uh, they're colourful and not hard. Okay, so you want a colourful game that's not hard. Yeah. If anyone's got any recommendations for Anne, please write into One Life Left at team at onelifeleft.com. Or you could visit our Facebook and you could leave us a message there, or you could go on our MySpace. Is there anything else they can do? Anne? Yeah, they can go on our actual website and send us um, a thing from there. How do they do that? You can just go to www.onelifeleft.com. Excellent. like that great music we just heard yeah it was good actually it's going to make listening back to the podcast more interesting isn't yeah. it <laughs> do, you, do you do that do you listen back to us I do yeah How, what, what do you think of us I think you're great <laughs> no, I think you're great I think Anne doesn't come across as being as beautiful as she is um, I seem to come across having a slight lisp <laughs> which, I, which, I, which I don't have you know why that but is apparently I do it's because um, it's because I when I come back and edit the podcast I put on the gay filter <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I don't, I don't sound like I do. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so um, I'll look forward to listening back to this and realising it wasn't the greatest thing we've ever done. It's been interesting doing it from the bunker again, hasn't it? I definitely prefer doing it from the studio. Yes. Um, the next show we're going to do, though, 
is going to be live Tuesday the whatever whatever of December and then it's the One Life Left party December 15th hopefully we'll be able to give you more details of our special guests and things uh, on that Tuesday are we not special enough you'll have to ask our listeners that okay. um, yeah and uh, full details on the Facebook group uh, there's our event there uh, sign up um, it's in have we said it on air where, where it is it's in London exact details on the website uh, kicking off about 3 o'clock uh, recording at 5 and then party afterwards so um, it will literally be um, one of your nights ever festively unbroadcastable yes amazing so see you there See that. Uh, thank you so much to all our contributors today, and thank you mostly uh, to you, the listener, for persevering through this mono one life left. Uh, we will be back in the studio next week. Yes, we will. Um, and <laughs> oh, fuck that up! <laughs> <laughs> You've taken off your headphones. Is that it? You're going home. <laughs> And now you banged yourself with the headphones. This is like when I bang my head into the mic. That's twice the neck. Can we just say goodbye now? Okay. Uh, yes, okay. Uh, goodbye. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.